Yo, what's up, guys, and welcome back to another week of that Respect the Combat podcast with your boys, Zanaz and Trico. So for this week, me and Trico just discussed a whole lot of craziness outside of just Fastlane. We got to touch on, we touching on UFC 260 and all those predictions. The purchase and bidding wars between Microsoft and Sony, which are kind of crazy. And so much more on the mainstream media. But for all that and more, stay tuned. And we start in three, two. What's up, y'all? And welcome back to another episode of that Respect the Combat podcast. For those that don't know, my name is Mr. Donis Kim. With me as my co-host with the most, Mr. Trico Fulton. What's up, bro? What's up? What's up, man? Let me just say that anything can happen in a week. Whether you're a filmmaker or you just have the love for combat sports like we do. And, yep, that's all I say. Anything can happen in a week. And there are a lot of surprises. In more ways than one. So, obviously, we've got the predictions for UFC 260, which we'll start on. We got some a lot of mainstream news, as well as the Fastlane highlights and some news that Microsoft and Sony trying to outbid each other for stuff. But, as I said, if you're ready, Trico, let's hop on these UFC 260 predictions this week rather than the mainstream so let's start off with both a lightweight fight which both fighters are coming off of a loss in their last time out jamie mccauley versus kamal worthy who who do you got um for this uh, for this one, I'm gonna have to go with uh, Mahoney on this one. All right, I'm going Kamal Worthy. Just thinking about it, and then number two, we have second fight. We've got Julian Rob, a women's flyweight match with Julian Roberts, number fifteen, Julia Robertson versus Miranda Maverick. Before you answer, who you got? We've got Robertson, who's coming off a loss, whereas Maverick won her first and only fight in the UFC. Who do you have and why? Um, I'm going to have to say, hmm, this is going to be a tough one. But um, just by the record alone, I'm gonna have to go with uh with Maverick, uh, but um any day uh but the but this one can happen either way, but um but just by the record and um I can see Maverick winning by either by a decision or a TKO. I do see a decision, but I'm yeah I'm gonna go with the upset um upset decision for Maverick myself. And then the return of the Sugar Show, Sean O'Malley versus Thomas Almeida in the Bantamweight division. 
both coming off losses. But for Thomas Almeida, first fight in the UFC since 2016. Who do you have and why? Uh, this is a must-win for uh, for Thomas right now because he needs this win more than O'Malley does. So I'm gonna have to go with Thomas, but I I can see but I can see O'Malley winning too. I'm going. Can he knock five years away from the cage off with Thomas Almeida? We've seen him with GSP, but we've also seen a return to the K- GSP and Brock, but we've also seen the negative effects of that with somebody like a freaking Ch- Chuck Liddell and everything. But Sean O'Malley, yes, he lost his last fight by knockout, but his last fight was mid last year, and it's just been a knockout drag out career for him I do think I see another flash knockout in Sean O'Malley's flash knockout W for the sugar show Sean O'Malley in his very near future and then we've got a return a crazy crazy fight that honestly the winners going into the top five of the Walter Wade division and on their way to fight Usman which is very intriguing because you have Tyron Woodley versus, and I screwed up by the way I did this, and I just realized it. <laughs> yeah, because I knew what I had. It's just like, yeah. So, your co-main event is Tyron, number seven, Tyron Woodley versus Vincente Luke, UFC welterweight division. This fight could easily elevate somebody into the top five. Very intriguing. Woodley's one and one right now since he dropped the UFC title, ironically to Usman. But Vincent Luke Luke is on a four-fight win streak after losing a decision to Stephen Wonderboy Thompson in 2019. Who do you have and why? Vincent Luke or Tyron Woodley? Um, This can go either way, but I see uh, Vincent Luke winning by decision. Ooh. Okay. I kind of agree with that just because of like that momentum is very key. And I feel like a four fight win streak can easily get it. So I kind of do agree, but we all know Woodley's got that one punch knockout power. And speaking of one punch knockout power, the undisputed UFC heavyweight champion returns as Stipe Miocic defends his UFC heavyweight championship Against 
the number one contender, Francis Zingano, in their rematch, which Stipe just knocked him out. Who do you think? Who do you have and why? I'm gonna have to go with um, as Stipe Morales on this one. Stipe. Yeah. I'm going. I'm saying and still, Stipe Stipe retains because man, coming off that trilogy with DC and that's your last like setup is nuts and it'll kind of clear up some of that log jam in the division. Speaking of divisions, though, let's move on to these mainstream topics. With the, you, we were talking about the heavyweight division, but now let's move on to the bantamweight again, women's bantamweight specifically, because the Hall of Famer, Misha Tate, is coming out of retirement to fight Marion Rennell on July 17th and her last fight was a decision loss to Raquel Pennington on November 12th 2016 crazy huh yeah that has been like five years without Ronda and Misha or at least coming up on it but good you think you need some ring rust oh yeah that's why why I was not going on Meta for this weekend, it's going to be some cage rust. And they, their fights were on the same, on the same year, their last fights for both of them. So yeah. And then let's, are you really a fan of, are you a fan of Ms. and Mrs.? No, because I don't watch none of the reality shows that, uh, that either wrestling has produced. No. Well, there's a new one coming out. As announced on this past week's Dynamite, TNT has confirmed that Cody and Brandy Rhodes will be getting a new reality show entitled Rhodes to the Top on TNT. They didn't announce a release date, though. And then... Yeah, speaking of AEW, we've got a little bit of controversy to discuss that I really think is very intriguing for a lot of the internet. The IWC plus the anybody that wants to post like a reaction with any con- copyrighted content, one site your one site your sources obviously. But the way Tony Khan handled one specific complaint on Twitter, not even through a DM or an email, was extremely disrespectful. And the case I'm talking about is the YouTube channel that that is entitled Girl on Cinema, where he responded, Tony Khan responded, and I quote, And when I heard this, I was so hot that this was the response. Hey, hi, I just saw your tweet. I'm sorry this affected your revenue. It it is possible to review the aforementioned clips 
like these like these you've listed without illegally pirating videos that I budget millions per month to produce. I'm like, you don't say that in a public mindset and just flex your wallet for one. And two, the girls' channels combined have less than 10,000 subs. So it's like, really? You, I know wrestling, the IWC has taken a few hits over the last year just off of Japanese copyright with New Japan. I know AW's take, AW or Turner have taken a lot of stuff down. Now it's obviously who's involved with that. But it's like, bruh, as small as the wrestling community is, you really don't have a leg to stand on. And there are reports just like this out of y'all. It's not a not as all-inclusive as a portray, you know? Thoughts? I mean, if you guys are subscribed to uh, to Plaintus Productions... And Quanta Productions, yeah? Yeah. He kind of had this same situation that um, that the girl on camera did. The, Cinema, the, yeah. Yeah, so... Oh, yeah, it's just crazy to think, like, a lot of stuff. So, yep. And then I'm going to dive, before I hop back into and switch to WWE, let's hop into some of these uh, NFL and NBA stuff, considering LaMelo Ball is basically expected out for the rest of the season with a fractured wrist. And... Was Lonzo ruled out for the rest of season two? No, I don't think so. Okay, because I knew he was ruled out for a while. I didn't know if he was ruled out for the season. But that is a blow right there. And I just hope his dad's not on the not over at um the NBA office just cutting up, but you never know. And then the former Panthers running back, Mike Davis, signed a two-year deal with the Atlanta. Vulcans. Crazy, huh? Mm-hmm. Yep. And now let's switch back to some WWE news that I don't even know what to say. Andrade got canned. No, Andrade's free. Andrade's free is a better way to put it. However, on the indie scene, he can't go by Andrade Cien Almas, but he can go by Andrade. Or Go by his copyrights, La Sombra, which is crazy. And then, of course, his fiance, Charlotte Flair, is dealing with complications as she tested positive for COVID, which is nuts. So she should be clear, but do people want her in the title picture? Well, we all know the answer. However, NXT, Charlotte's not the only one dealing with a crazy injury because the NXT tag team titles have been vacated due to a separated shoulder. Trico will go through this next week on next week's episode as 
the fate of the NXT titles will be decided at Stand and Deliver. Hey, crazy. <laughs> so, you know, Universal personally had two specific clip, one match and one specific clip removed from the network and said they will never show up on Peacock, both of them. It's just another deal of cancel culture, freaking copy, uh, not co- not copyright, but let's uh, just like any like racial uh, comments that are in there. Well, Roddy Pipe, WrestleMania six, which if I remember from last week was out one of our D's. So you kind of tell where this content was going and what taste and what era. But Roddy Piper versus Bad News Brown, the entire match and the pre-match segment are removed from the replay of WrestleMania 6 and will never go on there. For Roddy Piper basically portraying and showing up in half blackface entirely. Yeah, I don't. And if you think that was kind of racial enough against us, Vince McMahon going up, dapping up with Cena in front of Booker T and Charmel at the 2005 Survivor Series, saying, what's up, my ninja? Of course, I censored it right now. Well, what's up, my ninja? That whole segment pulled from the WWE Network for obvious reasons culturally offensive and now that they are on not their own network and don't have full ownership over everything they do but universal has ownership over everything they produce and everything they air it's just they have to air fox content with smackdown on a nbc on a universal um streaming service it's crazy that's because uh, 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 Universal and NBC are, are still like it. Um, they still in good terms uh, um, with Hulu. That's why you still see like Fox stuff to NBC on Hulu. Yeah. So that's the only reason they're cool with it. And something I'm kind of cool, but I'm not kind of cool. And it's possibly due to the next Thor movie. But Batista will not be able to attend the double hall of fame ceremony in a couple weeks hold on let me explain that uh that could that's another reason too but here's another reason the reason why they say a didn't want to do this because like he wanted to do it when there is a lot of fans in attendance because they think that it doesn't make sense uh, uh they say uh, let me postpone my future's uh, ceremony to where there's a lot of fans that in the audience attending so that they'll be able to get a better standing ovation. Yeah. But there were two new giants confirmed for the 2021 class of the Hall of Fame, though. As reported on the bump, Hell's Favorite Demon, the Big Red Machine, by his kayfabe brother, The Undertaker, Kane is a Hall of Fame inductee, and also confirmed by WWE India, and I can't believe I'm going to say this, 
but the great Kali is also a Hall of Fame inductee. Before you say it, it was speculated, but not confirmed. The third one was speculated, not confirmed through WWE, so I'm not mentioning him. Any other thoughts to that? (laughs) Other than they partook in one of the worst match WrestleMania matches of all time. Duh, with these hall with these Hall of Famers there, they make us uh make us like who grew up watching in the nineties and early two thousands and make us look old. Yeah. The fact that the great Khali's going in right now, I'm like, bruh. But the ultimate and bruh moments, the NCAA bubble. First off, what have you been thinking of both the tournaments, the men's and the women's? Um, I think the uh the tournaments uh the tournament going good so far, um yeah but um we'll yeah. just discuss about the uh the other stuff yeah not the stuff I mean, off the court yeah let's I mean, keep it all on the court right now yeah let's give but if you think about it um they're doing good uh, I I think they they kind of um study and see how the um the NBA bubble will, was handled and then see how they can guys kind of do with, with the March Madness and everything else. But I think it's going good. Yeah, I mean, the Hall of Fame, NCAA Hall of Fame is in Indianapolis. So it makes total sense. They're coming up on the Sweet 16 very soon. So actually the Sweet 16 is to this Saturday. So it's coming very well. Looking forward to it with the Elite Eight Monday and Tuesday. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. So you, so next week you are doing the national title game predictions as well as your WrestleMania predictions. <laughs> have fun with that. But the one thing I don't want to have fun and I don't want to make light of is and this has been trending on social media for the last few days, which it should be to provide awareness and call the NCAA as a corporation and the brand out on their ish because the treatment in the hotels and in the bubble for the guys and the girls are very, very vastly different. Mm. A professional almost, I would say, along the lines of, like, F45, Planet Fitness, Gold's Gym. That's for the men. The women, here's your hotel weights. Crazy. That's only step one that I saw in the post that we're referencing. For the guys, they are getting buffet-style catering and dinners. Buffet-style meals, just chilling in the hotels. And a lot of it is simply, like, you go into the cookout, which is so weird. And this time, considering the women are getting COVID-19 prepackaged TV dinners. When it, and that's what it looks like. And then, oh, yeah, the swag bags. You know, the bags that you would get just for 
showing up to a convention and partaking and just happy that you're here. The women in CAA got stuff you would get for doing that on a field trip, whereas the guys got that as if they were going to and a part of an actual convention. 2021 during Women's History Month and this crap is still going on. Thoughts? Uh, I mean, what else is to say? Yeah. And honestly, this stuff needs to stop. I'm, I'm to the point where I'm not protesting anything anymore because one, it just gets exhausting. So vocalize your opinions and get those out for everybody. And if you think this was bad, we'll talk after the break on how some stuff was crazy. But right before we go to break, with this Patreon exclusive, like a little bit, me and Trico did discuss the state, some of the weirdness that is women's wrestling in 2021. See you in a bit. A match up there with your NXT TakeOver, Bailey and Sasha, or your Evolution, Becky and Charlotte. But other than that, I'm really not excited for too many women's like main storylines, don't you think? I mean, if you think about it, I'm gonna say this from my point of perspective. Um, the Raw and SmackDown divisions, I've been doing bad recently. Uber Eats is known for having hot food online, but launching in April, groceries will be added within the app. By adding grocery and convenience stores, they can reach more people who don't wanna go out or don't have time to shop. Uber Eats helps out the stores by giving them more visibility and a solid customer base. You can download the Uber Eats app, enter your address, and you will see numerous grocery stores and chains. For an added bonus, several stores have free delivery and discount codes on special items. Let's go shop! And with that said, we are back. And man, I don't even know what to say anymore after that last like little bit and the Patreon exclusive, dude. Because it just annoys me that we're still in this whole thing on, even though we get promoted as gender equality, it's not there. So am I happy? No. But what are you going to do on this level other than just like provide awareness and I don't think people are boycotting it just because there's something to watch, something to do at this point. So it's so weird. Thoughts? I mean, where do where do we start with? Where do we start? Yeah. Well, enough of that, because I actually do wanna end on a happy on my Ren and Stimpy stuff. But speaking of um cartoonish stuff let's talk fast lane because there were no title changes obviously considering the next time we are here is the wrestlemania go home week 
And then due to a torn ACL, Retribution broke up on the pre-show. Which it went nowhere. Yeah, because Ali has a torn ACL, so yeah. That goes nowhere, and he just got double choke slammed. So I pray that they actually do something with Madden, Yim, Dijakovic, and Thorn, but we'll see. And then we had the fact that there were no heel turns. I mean, title changes. We had two heel turns, though, because the SmackDown Women's Champion, after getting pinned again by Nia and Shayna, pimp slapped a rookie. Pimp slapped the quote-unquote rookie. And Bianca Belair. So you have Nia and Shayna beating Sasha and Bianca again. One fun. It just got real. Hopefully they moved out of the Reginald stuff and into actually promoting this to you. Because I actually want to like the story they put into this match, but I'm not looking forward to it. But something that actually has my intrigue and I'm want to see, and I'm glad they're headlining, it might be Edge versus Roman versus Daniel Bryan for the Universal title at Mania. Because both Edge and Sasha pimp slap somebody on Sunday. So, yeah. Do you, but do you want to see a single or a three-way? I see as this going to... No, what do you want to see? Not... What do you want to see? Not what do you think is going to happen from Dirt Sheets based off Sunday? What do you want to see in your heart? Just a single or a triple? No, I actually want to... I actually want to see a triple. Because... uh, Because if they do Roman versus Edge, Roman's not losing at all. Yeah. If you do a triple threat, then it could be a different scenario. Like, for example, Roman can win anyway, but if either Edge or Brian win, they might pin each other, and then Roman won't take the pin just to keep uh, keep him strong as the head of the table. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. And then that builds your summer feud. So I do agree with that. Yeah. But then... I don't know how to describe the most talked about moment from Fastlane other than the fact that The Fiend returned with some PK fire during that during that pin. Yeah, so Alexa and Randy. Alexa was basically being the Bowser to Randy Orton's Mario with and while skipping with some random lighting prop lighting fixtures falling from the ceiling and then legit throwing more and more fireballs at him whereas Randy I don't know how he must had Link Shield but he blocked them all and then of course after the fiend return, looking half burnt, half human, 
with you had the steam from the burn shards because I wish somebody would add that actually posted how it smelled because it looked like they just burned everything and stuck it on the fiend like literally within the last like 30 minutes before they recorded that but yeah and then as soon as the fiend basically came out like here's Bray with a Texas Chainsaw outfit oh yeah he was straight leather face as soon as he came up, Sister Abigail, Mandible Claw, Sister Abigail, and then Alexa Bliss tries to ruin a marriage. Best way I can describe it without getting flagged for anything. Yeah. And that's all people can remember from the women's division. Heading into WrestleMania is Alexa Bliss throwing it back and trying to ruin a marriage is like the most noted thing that the women have done on the main roster going into WrestleMania. Thoughts? Uh, I mean, you see, uh, uh, like back in the day, you seen like other women do like sexual pins like, to other guys. Like this ain't nothing new. If they, if Orton got into a, if both Alexa and Orton got into a feud with Soldier Boy over whether wrestling was real or fake, and then they did this, like maybe two weeks later, and then on top of that, it's just an incitement that, yes, pushed Sasha and Bianca because of race and ethnicity, but made of it, no, maybe opener. I know it's going to look real weird because Bianca won the Rumble, but the way y'all booked her, opener. I'd re- and then Oscar and Rhea got hot-shotted because their original plan didn't have either of them. So it's like, okay, we're stuck, so might as well. Oh, well. Shouldn't be like that, but it is. They got exposed because they don't have a horsewoman. And finally, do you want to talk about Microsoft first? I'm going to talk about the non-console console war stuff first. But Tekken 7, earlier this week, released their seven, 18 and 19 DLC of Lydia, so the new character, and the return to Tekken 5 of the Island Paradise stage. And it's actually got a remix of the theme, Tekken 5 theme, too, from that stage. So have you played that yet? Because with me moving, I ain't packed nothing. Yeah, I, I ain't did. nothing. I, yeah, I did see the stage. Yeah. Have you played her? Uh not man. Not yet. I just want to get like a, a, a good pu- a preview of her before I actually try to play it with her. Yeah, well, she kind of reminds me of Leroy. And this is the scary thing about her. She reminds me of Leroy. I hope she doesn't have an auto parry because that added to Leroy's insanity. And then also for you Xbox One wrestling gamers, Retromania Wrestling is now not just available on Steam, 
It's available on Xbox One, which is nuts. Unless you have any objections, I'm starting with Microsoft because I want to end this week on Sony. I don't know why they changed the name uh, for one. Yeah. Okay, so Xbox Live is now the Xbox Network. It makes zero sense because PlayStation has the PlayStation Store and PlayStation Plus which makes it easy to def, def, to to define the difference excuse me to define the difference between a paid member and a free member but since Xbox wanted to be difficult the online free network is now called the Xbox network whereas you have to pay for Xbox Live Gold which is all your online which is all your store content and a lot of your online content for your games makes no sense to me whatsoever but the thing that is kind of confusing confusing to me is the fact that microsoft is a in the market to purchase for over 10 billion dollars the rights to discord which i can see because um do they have any legal rights to Twitch? Who, Discord or Microsoft? Uh, Microsoft? Microsoft. I don't think they do. Because if Microsoft get Discord, then PlayStation should get Twitch. Should get Twitch. I mean, you and me both have a PlayStation and Twitch is already in one of the apps on there, so it makes total sense. But it depends. Because... Sony, and are you a retro gamer, Trico? Yeah. Well, you might want to get your last usage out of the PS3, PlayStation Vita, and PSP online stores now, because by this summer, they're gone. I mean, you expect to see this coming, because with PlayStation 5, no one's going to sell any PS3 or uh, PSB or PSB anymore. I mean, they've been so years ago. Here's the thing. PlayStation, the PS3 is now 21 years old. The Vita turns 10 in December. And the Vita this week, matter of fact, this past Wednesday, turned, the PSP turned 20 turned 16 i had to remember my mouth so you have a 21 year old console a 10 year a 9 to 10 year old handheld and a 15 16 year old handheld yeah they're gonna shut those stores down because like would you want to be working on constantly updating a 15 to 20 year old server And Trico, that's a question for you. Would you want to work on a server, the same server for over 15 to 20 years? I mean, I mean, think about it this way. If I'm getting paid for for something, well, what I do, if I'm going to be like a gamer, 
I would do it if I'm getting paid for it. But if not, then it's time to move on. Yeah. And considering 10, 21, and 16 this year, I'm just like, move on. But something that Sony is moving on to that I don't think anybody saw this coming, but all fighting gamers kind of this year, not too much skepticism. Next year is going to be very intriguing because Sony now owns the rights to the Evo Championship Series, which they are making their return after allegations came out regarding one of their former partners via the Speaking Out movement last year. Which is very interesting. That Sony bought it or the fact that Evo's finally coming back after those Speaking Out allegations. I would say both. Honestly. Yeah. But I mean, there's stuff that they put in the press release that they needed to put in there. Like, it's safe for everyone and we're going to make it wel- more welcoming. Yes, they said the right thing regarding whether or not non-PlayStation games are going to be accessible at the essentially a PlayStation Evo when it goes back in person or 2022 whichever comes first but it's like uh, I don't know especially if Microsoft gets Discord it's going to be very interesting but with that being said man any final thoughts nope and um, if they do, if Microsoft do get Discord, then it's gonna be very interesting. And PlayStation's gonna have to step up their game and trying to get Twitch. Oh uh, yeah, it will become a must if Microsoft gets Discord, which I don't see is that bad. Is Microsoft getting it? However, I could see the issue that. Discord would become an Xbox exclusive thing, which would annoy everybody. But yeah, so that's a wait and see. And for next week and through the end of this, I'm done as Wittrico. And much love and two fingers, y'all.